Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Temin, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. The government is still struggling to hire and retain young workers. A recent analysis by the Government Accountability Office shows that while federal workforce is getting more diverse, it's still getting older. In an interview with Federal News Network's Eric White, former Homeland Security Chief Human Capital Officer Jeff Neal had a lot to say about that. Well, I started looking at the numbers again. Periodically, I go back and see if the government's started doing it a little better on hiring young people. And it hasn't. It's not doing better. The numbers are still terrible. Uh, And that's the reason I was so blunt in in the headline on my blog post, because the numbers really are terrible. The federal government has twice as many people over 60 as it has under 30, and it's not hiring uh, young people anywhere near the rates it used to. It used to be that that more than 40% of new hires were under age 30. Now it's 28% of new hires. And so so the government is, is... really going in the wrong direction on hiring young people. And I see that as a big problem. And what is the rate or I guess the percentage that you think would be ideal? You talked about what it used to be like, um, but, you know, what what is the proper balance of having a fresh new squad coming in, but also a veteran force to back it up? I think when you're looking at new hires, uh, I would want 40 to 50 percent of, of new hires to be younger entry level folks. And I, I just don't see them getting anywhere close to that right now because there's no there's no way of hiring recent college graduates or folks who are about to graduate that's effective. You know, the government has the Pathways program, but but you know some people call it Pathway to Nowhere because it, it doesn't work. And then uh, Congress passed a, a law to give an expedited hiring authority, but then they put a a condition in the law, a limitation that said that it could only be used to hire a number that didn't exceed 15% of the number of students the agency hired the previous year. And if an agency didn't hire any, then their number was 15% of zero. And so they could hire, they could hire zero under the new authority. So that didn't work. So it, 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 there, there really isn't a good way of, of hiring people right now. But what what an agency needs, what any organization needs, is a mix of experienced, seasoned employees and a mix of of new entry-level people who are coming in and learning and moving up through the organization. You know, you want to be in a position where 10 or 15 years from now, you have people in the workforce who are ready to move into senior jobs. And you only do that if you hire them. And, you know, if you go out and hire somebody my age, 15 years from now, you know, hiring people my age is great, but 15 years from now, I'm not going to be moving into some other job. I'm going to be retired somewhere. And so, so that's the real problem the government has. It's, it's, it's not got the young people coming in, has no means of hiring them that's effective. Uh, and people are continuing to either leave or to age out of the demographic. And so, so there's a real problem. Jeff Neal is Senior Vice President of ICF and a former Chief Human Capital Officer of the Homeland Security Department. What are some of the reasons why, um, you know, young people just aren't flocking to government jobs in the first place, even despite recruitment efforts? Well, right now, the government, as I said earlier, has twice as many people over 60 as it has under 30. And so you don't really attract young people with people my age. So I think that's, that's problem number one. Problem number two is that political, political uh, leaders have been using 
federal workers as political footballs for the last few years. And so, you know, we're going out and trying to, to attract young people at the same time that politicians beat up on federal employees. And so that doesn't help. And then you've got the whole problem of having to, to apply through USA Jobs, which most people view as, as really a, an impediment to the hiring process. Uh, I talked with one client recently where they said that one in five of the people who are coming to their hiring events are saying that they came to a hiring event because they went to USA Jobs first and they couldn't find what, anything they were looking for and they couldn't figure out how to apply and they gave up. So what we have is a is is an older workplace that doesn't attract people, uh, a government that's being being used as a political football by politicians, um, and uh, a recruiting mechanism that kind of repels people instead of attracts them. And then we say, well, why isn't why isn't this working very well? well it's pretty obvious why it's not working very well, and those things need to be fixed. And the only way to fix the first one, the, the fact that there aren't a lot of young people in the, in the workplace, is to start hiring young people very aggressively. And it's, it's, it's just not working right now. And so if I, you know, let's put you in the arena, actually, and, um, you know, you're you're in a position, you know, I don't even know what position that is anymore, because it seems as if human capital officers don't really have much to work with either. But um, if I if you're in a position where you're able to actually increase recruitment efforts for younger people, what is the first step that you would take? Uh, first thing I would do is I would I, I need to be king to do this. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I, would, I don't know if this uh, position exists, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would I would like to be king. Uh, I would change the law so that expedited hiring authority can be used uh, on an unlimited basis. Uh, and then I would send recruiters out to college campuses with the ability to make job offers on the spot. You know, when, when you go to a, a campus and say to somebody, you know, we really enjoy talking with you uh, and, you know, you're going to hear from us in, in three or four or five or six months. So just you know, don't take anything else yet. Yeah, that doesn't work. So I, I would I would fix that hiring authority so so on the spot job offers can be made in, in campus visits, and I would um, aggressively recruit young people. <laughs> you know, lots lots of companies are out there hiring young people, and they do it all the time, and they have not that much trouble doing it because they don't have these ridiculous rules that get in the way of hiring. And so what is the long term, I guess, what is it going to take to actually get a push or a drive to have Congress change the laws? Because this is something that's going to be a slow burn, so to speak. Um, So what do you think will it take for Congress to finally see that this is a problem that needs to be addressed? I think there are members of Congress who understand that right now. You know, we we do have members of Congress who care about the, the federal workforce and workforce issues. Uh, Jerry Conley is a great example of one. And so we have members of Congress who are, are very concerned about this particular issue. Uh, it's not a huge number, but it's enough to get it started. And then we also have people in OMD and OPM who recognize that this is a problem. And I wouldn't be surprised to see um, to see the administration proposing a fix for this uh, in in this next legislative cycle probably through something like the the National Defense Authorization Act, which is kind of 
turning into a catch-all for civil service issues since it's difficult to get a standalone bill passed. And the NDAA is, is passed every year. So that's what I would expect to happen. Jeff Neal is senior vice president of ICF and former Homeland Security chief human capital officer. Speaking with Federal News Network's Eric White. Find this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive anytime by subscribing at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. 56 past the hour. This is the Federal Drive with Tom Temin. For the latest updates, stay with federalnewsnetwork.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Up next, the top national headlines from ABC News and the Federal Newscast. I'm Tom Temin. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.